So, uh, so we are. We're actually in the middle of a, uh, of a, a middle of a gemara. We stopped. Uh, we stopped in the middle of a gemara last night because we got sidetracked on kusim. So, we're in the middle of discussing a list in the Mishnah of items that I would have possibly thought are not eligible for mizuman because they're a little bad, but the Mishnah's Chiddush is that you could. So for instance, Demai. You're not supposed to eat Demai, but you can still make a Mizumana Demai. Then we said that you could include a Kusi in a Mizuman. So the Gemara asked the Kasha, the Gemara asked the Kasha, really? Who cares about his Kusi status? He's just a regular old Amaretz. So we said, nah, like he may be an Amaretz for certain things, but he's not an Amaretz as far as benching is concerned, as far as Meisters are concerned, etc. So Mimela, he's allowed to be included in a Mizuman. And we got sidetracked in, in a whole Kusi discussion last night. And then we also got sidetracked in a whole Amaretz discussion last night. So we're in the middle of a Gemara about Amaratzim. And the Gemara ended off with a Psak from Acherim. The Gemara ended off that Acher, we passed like Acherim, and Acherim said, Acherim set the bar for Amaratzim extremely high. That a person is an Amaratz. Forget all the other standards. Yeah, of course he gives Meiser. Of course he raises his kids Of course he puts on tefillin every day. Of course he wears tzitzis. Of course he says Krishma Shachas Varvis. None of that is enough to make you not an Amaretz, to raise you above Amaretz status. He even learns Chumash. He even learns Mishnayis. If he doesn't learn Gemara, he's an Amaretz. And that is how the Gemara paskened. We learned in Taisus last night that we're not knowing like that anymore. And, and that is how the Mechaber paskins that we can include in our Mizuman nowadays, even a person that doesn't meet that bar. In fact, even if a person meets none of these bars, he can be included in a Mizuman. We discussed in Mishabura, how about if a person is uh, out and out, Navarian, can you include him in a Mizuman? That is a, uh, that was two shyness in the Mishabura, two Yeshayim rooms. <laughs> on that note, about, <laughs> on that note, I'm sorry, on that note, about an Amaretz who, who doesn't learn Gemara, therefore is not allowed to be included in a Mizuman, the Gemara brings a fascinating story. So we are, I would say, you know, 15, 20 lines into Memzayin and Mbez, about five lines before the lines get medium. Says the Gemara, Amr of Huna, Halacha Kacher, we pass on like a cherem, that if you don't learn Gemara, you are an Amaretz, or if a person doesn't learn Gemara, he is an Amaretz, and therefore inadmissible to a Mizum. Says the Gemara, Rami Barchama, Mamash just started, Rami Barchama, Le'azmin alei der Menashe bar Tachlifa. Rami Barchama took this halacha extremely literally. And he did not include Menashe bar Tachlifa in his Mizuman. Now, Rabbanashim Bar Tachlifa noticed the first word in his name, Rav. But he still didn't qualify for a Mizuman. <laughs> he just like, Menashim Bar Tachlifa. 
The Tani, the Tani Safra, he learned Safra. The Safra is all the Midrashim in Sefer Vayikra, which we're about to start. And they're really, really, really long. This is where all the Teres Kehanims are. You know, there's the Gra and Teres Kehanim, there's the Chavetz Chaim and Teres Kehanim, there's the Shiltas and Teres Kehanim. It's hard. But he knew all Safra. The Sifrei, that is the Medrash on, on uh, Bamidbar Dvarim. That's why it's Sifrei, plural. Safra is the single Sefer, Yaikra. Sifrei is the double Sifrei of Bamidbar Dvarim. Vihilchasa. And he knew all of the Halacha Midrashim. And yet, that's not Gemara. Sorry. That's a lot of Yedias. It's a lot of Taira. But it's not Gemara. And Rev. Rami Bar took this literally. And therefore, Shtazukhfar being at that Suda. So they're counting the people. One, two. Oh, Menashe Bar I'm sorry. We're going to have Imagine being there. And like, you know, he's Rav Menashe Bar Tachlifa. Kinoch Nafshid Rami Bar When Rami Bar died, Omar Rava, Rava said, you know why he died? The reason why Rami Bar died is It's simply because of that affront, that bizyoyness that he did to Menashe Bar Tachlifa not to include him in a Muslim. says, well, what did he do wrong? He kept the halacha literally. Now, Listen, he may not have been charitable, he may not have been flexible, he may not have been, you know, fuzzy around the edges, but that's not a crime. What did he do wrong? He kept Allah literally? He stuck to the letter of the law. Even if you learned everything, but you didn't do Shemesh Tamid which means Gemara, Harez Amaretz. Says more, come on. Shani Rav Menashe Bar Tachlifa, the Mishma Lahul Rabbanon. Avada, he listened to the Rabbanon. Avada, he attended Shir. Verami Bar Chom, who delayed Daka Basrei. It was simply Rami Bar Chom's failure to investigate properly. That's the first lashon. So the Gemara says, yeah, Rami Bar Chom misunderestimated Rav Menashe Bar Tachlifa, and therefore Rava said he was severely punished. Lashon Acher, another Lashon, which is more charitable on Rami Bar Chama, and also more charitable in what is called an Amaretz. Which means that first Lashon basically said, no, 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 you have to learn Gemara in order to be an Amaretz. Lashon Acher, you don't need to learn Gemara if you study all the Mishnayis. You hear the sugya from the mouths of the Rabbanon, although you personally may not learn Gemara, dummy, you are like Itzurba Merabbanon. So according to the second Lashen, it's making like, it's making like sort of a pshara, that yes, Rambar Ha was correct, Menashe Bar Tachlifa didn't learn Gemara. It wasn't a lack of research on his part. But what he did do was tantamount to learning Gemara, and that's why Rami Bar was punished. But either way, this is really the end of the sentence that we did last night. Continues the Gemara. Now we're on the black list side of the list. That the Mishnah has a list of items 
that if you eat them, you can't make a mezumen. Obviously, there's a chiddush in this because, like we said, we learned the Mishnah. If something is flat out black pig, you don't make a mezumen on that. So these items, although they're on the wrong side of gray, but lamaisa, it still needs to be explained. You still need to say it in our Mishnah. So we're going to ask now. We're going to ask the opposite question. Each one, really. What, what's wrong? Or it's obvious. So the first thing is, Achal Tevel. So, so Martha, this is for you. If a guy eats Tevel, he's not allowed to make him a Zuman. Says the Gemara, well, Tevel, Pshita, Achash Rishalim, you know how bad Tevel is. Leitzricha, B'Tevel Tevel Midrabanan. It's only Tevel Midrabanan. How do you have something that's only Tevel Midrabanan? Hey, Gidami, Ba'atzitz She'enei Nakov. If it's in a flower pot that doesn't have a hole in the bottom, which means it grows in Eretz Yisrael, but it doesn't grow in the ground of Eretz Yisrael. For instance, let's say you live on the 22nd floor of an apartment building in Tel Aviv, and you have a balcony, and you have a little tree in your balcony, it's only Tevel Medirabonan, which means it's Chayv Meisim Medirabonan, it's not Chayv Meisim Medirabonan, it's not Chayv Meisim Medirabonan, because Lamaisa didn't touch the ground of Eretz Yisrael, but it's Chayv Medirabonan, you ate that stuff without giving Meisim, you're still not allowed to make a Mezumen, which means, even though it's not Tevel Medirabonan, it's only Tevel Medirabonan, you're still not allowed to make a Mezumen. Even though the dirt is from Eretz Yisrael? Even though the dirt is from that's a different problem bringing in dirt from Chutzar Tzad. So, I'm saying, but yeah, but it's not in the ground. Like, yeah, yeah, it's only in the ground. The fact that it's even in the ground is what off like the, the air of Eretz Yisrael, the summit of Eretz Yisrael, or what? I'm saying you're not getting the nutrients there. So, so that's a sugi and getting. Do we like the Gemara and getting discusses this like magic osmosis of the nutrients going through the air? But even if it's not, it's exer. It knows. It's way too confusing. This, like, this stuff grew in central Israel, and it's not Chayim Meiser? Right. Okay. Oh, you forgot to tell me. It grew 22 stories up, and it's like, it's too confusing. <laughs> so Mara says, the next thing was, if you eat Meiser Rishain, that you didn't take Trumas Meiser. So again, we did this the other night in depth. Um, the process of giving Trumas Meiser is as follows. When you grow crops, first the farmer has to give 2% to a Kayim. After the farmer gives 2% to a kain, he has to give the next 10% to a levy. Of that 10%, the levy has to kick back his own 10% to a kain. And that is called trumas meiser. That is also known as meiser min meiser. That's trumas meiser. We said last couple of days ago that if you, a levy, skipped the original truma, if the owner skipped the original truma, this crops was not given truma from. The step of truma was skipped, but the levy gives his truma smicer to the kain, provided it's still in stock form, provided it's very, very unprocessed, it's okay. If it was already processed, it's already in grain form, then you have to give both trumas, the original truma and the truma smicer. So it says the more here, you didn't give Trumas Meiser, of course you're not allowed to eat it. It's Tevel. Of course you don't make a Mezumen. Where it says Pshita, no, Leitzricha, it's that case that we said before, that the Levi took off Trumas Meiser before the Kayan got Meiser, before the Kayan got Truma, Kigayin Sheik Dimu Bakri. But here, 
He took it off once it was already grain. I may think like Rav Papa said Tabaya, the last line in Amad Aleph that, hey, if it works in stock form, why shouldn't it work in grain form? No, we said no. It only works in stock form. It doesn't work in grain form. And here, when you only gave Truma's Meister, you skip Truma and it's already in grain form, sorry, you have to go back. And that's the Chiddush that you're not allowed to make him a Zoman. Even though... In another case, this would have worked. If it was in stock form, this would have worked. But since it's already grain, it's already piled in grain, it doesn't work. The next thing on the list was, next thing on the list was, Meister Shani that was not redeemed. Well, obviously, if Meister Shani is not redeemed and it's not in Yerushalayim, you're not allowed to eat it. It's a Pasuk in the Torah. So why do you say you, have to, you can't make a Muslim? It's really black. Where it says, it was redeemed, it wasn't redeemed properly. How, how do you redeem something but improperly? So there's one case by Meister Shani and there's one case by Hektish. What is that? Meister Shani, it's improperly redeemed when you redeemed it on an Asimon. So I don't know if you're old enough, Avi, you are, to remember what an Asimon is. Before you, you know Nasa? I remember. Yeah. Uh, well, really? I remember Nasa. Oh, okay, fine. Oh. Just an opportunity. Yeah. Put it in the payphone with a string and then you get yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Go to the post office. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, if Aaron Feldman, when he, um, when he went to Eretz Yisrael, he didn't have a phone. He went to the post office to call, to call America. Still in those days. Anyway, um, so, but Nasiman and Halacha, Nasiman and Halacha means. It's a coin with no picture on it. It's a coin that hasn't been stamped. Now, if you're thinking, well, duh, it's not worth anything. You know, if you have a quarter that doesn't have a quarter on it, yeah, it's not worth anything. But remember, in those days, the coin wasn't the coin because of the stamp. The coin wasn't the coin because it was backed by the full faith and credit of the United States Treasury. It was a coin because of the precious metal Shabbat. So whose picture it had on it was like meaningless. But still the Torah says it has to have a picture. So therefore an unstamped coin, although logically is nothing wrong with it, it is just as valuable. It's a piece of silver, it's a piece of gold, it's a piece of copper. It's just as valuable as a coin with a stamp on it. It is still disqualified from being played to Meister Shani. So says the Gemara, Says the Gemara, Let's it was redeemed. Kilchasan wasn't redeemed properly. The Torah says, "Sorry, It's a play on words. Vitzarta means you should store it. But Keshef of Tsura, we darshan that to mean it has to be a coin with a picture. And Hagdish, and Hagdish, you redeemed it, but you redeemed it improperly. How so? You redeemed it for real estate. Now, nowadays, no one would have any problem if you pay me in real estate. If you owe me money and you want to pay me in real estate, I'm fine. Hegdish, there's an exclusion. It says in the Torah that Hegdish has to take the money with it. You have to take the money and go. So the money has to be portable. And real estate is not portable. 
Therefore, real estate, although it's valuable, again, this is not a chesarn in value. You're not ripping off hektish, you're giving hektish the value in real estate. But it has to be in cash, therefore you didn't redeem it properly. This isn't unique for Zuma, though. This is a problem in Maishashani. It came for all right. purposes. Also right, right. What is the chiddush? So the chid, no, you're right. The chiddush is not a mezuman dika chiddush. It's a chiddush in each one of these halachas, but it still is a collection in a list that has to do with mezuman because each one you didn't do it properly. So I'm telling you, you're right. I'm telling you a chiddush in Maishashani as it relates to mezuman. I'm telling you a chiddush in Hagdish as it relates to mezuman. I'm telling you a chiddush in, in, in you know, Kusi as it relates to a mezuman. Um, uh, the last thing is if the waiter ate less than a kezayis he's not allowed to be in the mezum and again asks the Gvar Pshita of course the neat I says well you're right this one you got me on there's no chiddush I did the ton since the Reisha said the Shamash that did eat a Kezayis is allowed in the Mizuman, which was a Chiddush, because you could have made the case that the Shamash is not Kavua enough, it has to say the opposite case, the Shamash that didn't eat a Kezayis. You're right, there's no Chiddush in this. It's just for, it's just for symmetry's sake. Tanaseva pachas mi Kezayis. And then finally, v'hanachri en mezam You're not going to include a guy in the Mizuman. Once again, pshita. Of course you're not allowed to include a guy in a Mizuman. Says the Gemara, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a guy that's in the conversion process. Meaning you're right, a regular guy, of course he's not in a Mizuman. We're talking about a guy that started the Geras process. And he had his Mila, that's the tough part of the Geras. All he was doing was waiting for it to heal to go to the Mikveh. The Amr Abzeira, because Rabzeira said, Amr Abyechan Ger, a person has not completed being a ger, until he does Mila and Tvila. The Kamadlaitaval. So long as he doesn't, so long as he doesn't do his Tevila in the mikvah, he's a Nachri, and therefore he's not included in the in the Mizumin. And this is a very big Kiddush. A guy is not allowed in Mizumin. What means a guy? That's like nine-tenths Jewish. He got his bris already. Just waiting to go to the mikveh. Still is not Jewish. So if I would ask you, <coughs> so a guy, a guy that did Mila and not Tevila, he's a total guy, right? That's what our Gemara just said. It's famous Gemara. Taisus in Avedizara says, I mean, not that this is very common that we ever met such a guy. Taisus in Avedizara says, if a guy did Mila and did not yet do his Tevila and he touches wine, it doesn't make it Yayin Esach. Even though the Gemara just said he's a total guy, Taisus says he doesn't make wine a Yayin Esach and Durama paskins it. Durama paskins it. So, you know, if you want to know, is there ever a case that a guy touched wine, he's a full guy, touches wine, and doesn't make it yayinesach, yeah, if he had his bris for geris, bris l'shem geris, and didn't yet have his tevila, it doesn't make the wine yayinesach. The Minchas Elazar has a tshuva about a guy who was, who was um, a, a, a gemalt for, for geris, but didn't do his tevila, and he died. 
I don't know, didn't say in the truva <laughs> if he died as a result of the botched bris or he died of other causes. But he died between the bris and the and the tefillah. The Milchas Allah has a truva that he can be buried in the base akvaris, in the Yiddish base akvaris. This guy, even though the Gemara says here, Nachri, who it's not it's not a full Nachri. Okay. Says the Gemara. This, this Gemara is a famous Gemara. Omar Rabyasi. So I should start. I don't know who your oldest American relative is. But if you ask him, when you were a kid and there wasn't a minion and shul, what did they used to do? Take a kid, give him a chumash, he counts part of the minion. Yeah, did any of you ever hear this? Sure. Yeah. You're it, right? <laughs> You're my oldest American relative. No, this my father told me they did this in Seattle. Save a Yeah. Now, yeah, a kid with the save tire, maybe yeah, the chumash. Yeah, yeah. So, it's not true. It's not true. But this is the sugya where, where, where we discuss it. And, and it, ha- it definitely has some makar and halacha. But this, this is where the sugya is. So, the, me and you don't. Do you, you, you no, ever hear this? I was actually in a place where they did it. So you're yeah. saying it wasn't a minion? <laughs> There's good really? to rely on. There's good to rely on. Very flush of the people said do it. What's Kanarsi? We've done everything possible. You've never um, yeah, it, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it. No, listen. The Rosh says it's good. The Balamar says it's good. You know, the, the, it's better than the Chachmei Kenarsi, but like, it is. It's, it, it, but but the, the Machaber says not. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, and the Ramah doesn't argue. Yeah. Um, okay, but let's. The Ramah says. Nasan Dramas says it doesn't even work for benching. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, if you want to go down that road. Okay, but this is the sugya. Nasham Adu Ktanim Emisamlov. Omar Rabyasi says Rabyasi, Cotton Hamutal Barisa, a baby in a crib, Mizamnimalov. He can be included in a Mizuman. Someone says, What? It's a Mishnah Mufareshis. It doesn't count for Mizumin. Says more, yeah. Who Dhamma Krib Shubin Levi? Rubin Levi argues. Dhamma Rib Shubin Levi. Even though you're right, we said that a cotton mutal barisa, you can't include in a Mizumin. Avul Oisin Oise snifla sara. You're able to make him an addition for 10. Says the Gemara. A very, 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 very interesting halacha. Let's, let's see how far we can take it. Says the Gemara. Yes, the Mishnah says you cannot include a cut in a mezumen. But Levi said you can include him in 10. Why is that? Says the Rush. Says the Rush, fascinating. Because, what's the vart in ten people? What's the vart in ten people? Ten people brings the Shechina. So ten is not like three. Three is a halachic requirement. 
it's a, it's a dry law. You get three men, or three BJJ girls, but three men to sit down and eat together. If you don't have three men, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Ten people, it's not a halachic thing. It's a kedusha thing. It's a shechina thing. Says the rush, the Rebbeinu Shalom will show up if ten yidin are in the room. A yid is a yid even though he's one day old. A neshama is a neshama even though it's a baby in a crib. Zuck the rush, when it comes to a minion of ten people, when it comes to the shechina sharia of ten yidin, that's not an age thing. Ten yidin brings the shechina. And therefore, even if the tenth is a child, it doesn't matter. And like we're going to see in a second, it's even, even if it's a, even if it's a, even if it's an Evid. The Balamar takes this even further, and the Balamar says, even if it's four children and six adults, the Shechina still comes. Not by an Evid, four children and six adults. So, so this Gemara, whether or not it's Lahalacha, we're not going to discuss right now. But this Gemara is saying a fascinating thing, which the Rush and the Balamar believe is Lahalacha, that when it comes to Mizuman, you're right, there's no flexibility. A goggle has to be a goggle. When it comes to bringing the Shechina, which is what saying Nevarech Elekeinu, Shechalnu Mishalai is all about, says the Rush, that brings the Shechina. And therefore, even if He's a cotton. Even if, like the Balamar, you have three, four katanim, it still brings the Shechina, and you could say Why is it such a Kiddush? We, we spent the last couple of weeks asking you, uh, comparing and contrasting Mizuman to a minion. Minion always seems to be more cool than, okay. than Mizuman. Okay, fine. Yeah, 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 you're right. Fine. Let, let's, let's put that off for one night. Because I want to ask one kasha. Okay. We have Rabbi Levi, we have the Rush, we have the Balamar. Ten years and bring the Shechina. A bird baby in a crib didn't need a kezayis. I mean, Shkayach, fine. You, you, you told me this whole beautiful vart that a yid brings the Shechina at any age. There's no minimum age for the Shechina. But for Mizumin, you need eaters. For a Mizumin, you need eaters. And the baby in a crib, this is Mamash Lashon Gemar, did not eat a kezayis within the minimum time frame required for a Muslim. So forget his cotton status. Even if he will be 13 or 25, he didn't eat. And if you don't eat, you're not in a Muslim. So what's shot in this Gemara? <laughs> Meaning we, we lost our like big picture thinking. We got very, very, very focused on 310, baby, not baby, guy, yid. We got very focused on numbers. But what are we talking about here? We're talking about Mizuman. What's the basic requirement of making a Mizuman? Having eaten. This baby didn't eat. Zok Rishash. This is an open riot to the Grah. This is an open riot to the Grah. The Grah said that only for three does it require everyone having eaten. By ten people, they don't all have to have eaten the Kezayis. By 10 people, it's about saying Hashem's name. So if you have a few that ate and 10 that are there, you can still say Hashem's name even if they didn't eat. That's the Graz Shita about a Muslim. You don't need the 10 people to have eaten. And therefore, says the Rashash, that's Pshat in the Skimara. 
that yeah, we have a baby, the baby's been starved. So now, whether or not the baby counts as a gadol or not, that's going to be our sugi. We're going to continue to talk about that. Whether or not he counts for a minion and shul, we have to talk about that. Whether or not we paskin taisus the big taisus on memchas, whether or not he counts for a mizum, we have to talk about that. But Rishuv and Levi and a lot of Rishayin and paskin, he counts for asar for benching. Ah, he didn't eat. As I zok you don't need to eat to be part of the ten for a mizuman. You don't need to eat, and that's how the cotton is included. Let's stop here for tonight. We'll finish the sugi tomorrow night.